Hi, this is Megan Cloherty, investigative reporter for WTOP News. If you like top news from WTOP, we think you'll love our new podcast called the DMV Download, where we take a more in-depth look at the biggest local stories of the day happening in our area. We hope you check it out. And will he or won't he run for re-election? NBC News correspondent Carol Lee on President Biden's plans for 2024. Asian markets mostly higher after Wall Street gained more than half a percent. Two NFL games going on tonight. Buffalo's been dominating Tennessee. The Eagles staying ahead of the Vikings. It's 10 o'clock. This is CBS News on the Hour, presented by Indeed.com. I'm Jennifer Kuyper in Chicago. Hurricane Fiona has brought powerful winds to the Dominican Republic and over the weekend flooded Puerto Rico, where over 1.3 million people are without power. Arturo Masul is with the Natural Resource Group in Puerto Rico. We got a lot of rain with Fiona, but the winds were not that powerful, like to destroy the, the grid, and yet we are without power again. More from CBS's Christian Benavides. Residents in the Dominican Republic are picking up the pieces of torn roofs and toppled homes. Fiona made landfall around 3.30 a.m. with winds as strong as 85 miles per hour. Forecasters expect the storm to head to Turks and Caicos and possibly ramp up to a major hurricane when it passes Bermuda later this week. A judge in Baltimore overturns the murder conviction of Adnan Syed. He's released, and the state has 30 days to decide whether to retry him for the 1999 murder of a high school student. WTOP's Kyle Cooper. There's DNA testing that they've done, new DNA that's come to light, that two other people possibly could have been involved in this murder, could have committed this murder, and at least one of them had motive to do it. The true crime podcast serial brought the case to a wide audience. Queen Elizabeth has been laid to rest. CBS's Holly Williams with more on today's procession. On the streets of London, the crowds stood in silence. A final chance to farewell Elizabeth, their queen for over seven decades. Businesses closed in the heart of this usually frenetic city and train travelers were brought to a standstill. The U.S. swapped prisoners with the Taliban, freeing American Navy veteran Mark Frerichs, who had been held hostage in Afghanistan for over two years. He was exchanged for a convicted Taliban drug lord. Secretary of State Antony Blinken. For the United States, for me personally, there is no higher priority than uh, bringing Americans who are being arbitrarily and unjustly detained or held hostage uh, back home uh, to freedom to their families. U.S. border officials say just over 2 million migrants have been apprehended and processed in the last year. CBS's Manuel Bajorquez in El Paso says that record high includes more than 200,000 just last month. The asylum seekers here are mostly from Venezuela, Nicaragua, and Cuba, which lack diplomatic ties with the U.S. and therefore no quick way to return them. Marielba Atencio is trying to get to New York with her three-year-old son. There's no work, not enough money. You think you, you would die. Here, they get help reaching their next destination, some seeing it laid out for the first time. Ukraine warns of nuclear terrorism after a Russian strike near a nuclear plant in southern Ukraine. This is CBS News. You need to hire fast and hire right? You need Indeed. Their all-in-one hiring platform helps you attract, interview, and hire candidates efficiently. Visit Indeed.com slash credit. 1003 here on WTOP on this Monday evening, September 19th, 2022. College Park at 78, dropping to the 60s later.
Good evening. I'm Dimitri Sotis with the top local stories we're following this hour. A crime podcast called Serial raises questions about the murder conviction of a Baltimore man back in 1999. Tonight he is free after decades in prison. WTOP's Kyle Cooper has the story from Baltimore. My friend and client Adnan Syed walks free for the first time in 23 years. Attorney Erica Suter represents Anad Syed. He walked out of court waving and smiling at supporters. In court, prosecutors in the case who asked that the convictions be vacated detailed errors in the case like flawed police work, a botched lie detector test, and new DNA evidence that suggests two other people may be involved in Hay Min Lee's murder. If prosecutors decide to refile charges against Syed, they now have 30 days. In Baltimore, Kyle Cooper, WTOP News. After the hearing today, Baltimore State's Attorney Marilyn Mosby said investigators are waiting for the results of DNA analysis before determining whether to seek a new trial date or throw out the case against Syed and certify his innocence. And Maryland's Attorney General Brian Frosch has some strong words about all this tonight. He seems to believe Syed should still be behind bars. In a statement, Frosch says, among the other serious problems with the motion to vacate, the allegations that the prosecution hid or fail to disclose evidence favorable to the defendant are incorrect. He says neither state's attorney Mosby nor anyone from her office bothered to consult with either the assistant state's attorney who prosecuted the case or with anyone in his office. This is Frosch speaking in his office regarding these alleged violations. The file in this case was made available, he says, on several occasions to the defense. The man police have called the shopping cart killer suspect has now been indicted on five counts in the deaths of two women in the Harrisonburg, Virginia area. Last week, a judge forwarded Anthony Eugene Robinson's case to the grand jury for two counts of first-degree murder and a couple counts of hiding the bodies of Beth Redman and Tamita Smith. Now, today, the grand jury added the count of aggravated murder. If he's convicted, Robinson could go to prison for life. He's also suspected, not yet charged, though, in the deaths of two women in Fairfax County and one in D.C. 10.05. Virginia's school system is reacting now to Governor Glenn Youngkin's proposed policies for LGBTQ students. These are various Northern Virginia school systems weighing in. Now, these restrictions include which bathrooms and personal pronouns transgender students can use at school. Arlington County Public Schools say they continue to support the rights of their transgender, non-binary, and gender-fluid students and remain committed to providing welcoming, safe, and supportive school environments. Fairfax County Public Schools say that the system remains committed to safe, respectful, and inclusive learning spaces. The Fairfax Education Association tonight calls the proposed policies dangerous. In a statement, the teachers' union says the policies are really about imposing one's beliefs onto other people. It adds, trans is an adjective, trans girls are girls, and trans boys are boys. In Prince William County, School Board Chairman Babard Latif tells WTOP they're looking at the legal implications of the new rules, but says all students come first in Prince William County schools, regardless of their race, religion, or gender, or sexual orientation. Finally tonight, Loudoun County Public Schools say they have no comment on the proposed guidelines. Craig Connors is a professor at the University of Virginia School of Law. He says the federal courts will have to consider whether the new rules in Virginia, if approved, would violate Title IX. Which is the federal statute that prohibits sex discrimination or the federal constitution, and in passing may also comment on state law. Now, the Supreme Court has said that discrimination based on sex and similar statutes includes discrimination based on gender identity, and the prohibitions apply to both. So it would seem that the federal courts should come down in saying that discrimination based on sex 
sex pure would also include and prohibit discrimination based on gender identity. The new policies would not go into effect until after a 30-day public comment period expected to begin next Monday. Legal challenges are expected. Coming up on WTOP, President Biden raises questions about whether he'll run for re-election. NBC News correspondent Carol Lee has been digging up information about how the president would fund any new campaign. It's on the way in minutes on WTOP. With the federal fiscal year-end fast approaching, DLT Solutions has the technology your organization needs to maximize its remaining budget dollars. CrowdStrike is the market leader in cloud-delivered protection of endpoints, cloud workloads, identity, and data for DOD and civilian agencies. At CrowdStrike, intelligence and expertise come together to deliver modern, secure, and resilient zero trust capabilities for the federal government. To learn more, visit DLT.com slash CrowdStrike. That's DLT.com slash CrowdStrike. 1008. Slow or clogged drains? Call Michael and Son and get $100 off a train cleaning today. Traffic and weather on the 8s and when it breaks, Rich Hunter in the traffic center. All right, the ugliest traffic right now is definitely on the inner loop of the Beltway. Uh, the work's on between Rockville Pike and Georgia Avenue, down to a single right lane getting by. Again, the heads up. For folks coming around the inner loop from the merge with the 270 spur, where the spur kind of kicks off there, that's where uh, the delays begin just north of that interchange, and it is slow the entire length of that work zone headed towards Silver Spring. 270 south also slow after Old Georgetown Road to join the inner loop of the Beltway. If you can avoid that stretch of, your belt, of the Beltway, that would be your best bet at this point. But again, uh, south of the Beltway, consider 410. North of the Beltway, Randolph Road, they parallel the Beltway pretty much from Bethesda towards Silver Spring, so keep that in mind. At a loop near Route 1 College Park, works in a single left lane. Uh, for now, if you're traveling in a district, not a bad ride on I-295 or DC-295. Freeway was moving well. South Capitol Street and Suitland Parkway, free and clear so far. Maryland, Montgomery County, uh, Great Seneca Highway northbound closed between Long Draft Road and Matini Road. Serious crash involving a pedestrian under investigation. 270 south, approaching 85 Buckeystown Pike. Single file left through the work zone. Beyond that, nothing else in your way. Headed down toward the Beltway again, except that work on the inner loop. Keep that in mind. Bay Bridge westbound span block for overnight maintenance. Eastbound carries two-way traffic. 301 on the nice Middleton Bridge, but on the Virginia shoreline, that's where they are alternating traffic through a work zone. Heads up for delays there as a result. Can't find the new car you're looking for? Try a Fitzway used car. Next to a new car, a Fitzway car is best. Visit Fitzmall.com for a good car and a safe car you can trust. That's the Fitzway. Rich Hunter, WTOP Traffic. Storm Team 4's Mike Stenford. A weak front pushing through the area over the next several hours. No real weather with this front. We're going to run from clear to partly cloudy tonight. By morning, it will turn less muggy. Look for lows in the 60s. Sunny, breezy, warm on Tuesday, but the humidity will be lower and will get up to a high in the middle 80s. Increasing clouds on Wednesday, a warm day with the risk of a late day shower. Highs mid to upper 80s. A few showers on Thursday. They'll end in the afternoon. It's going to be breezy, cooler, and less muggy. Highs 75 to 80. Sunny and breezy on Friday. Highs only around 70. I'm Storm Team 4's Mike Stineford. Rockville is at 70, Ashburn 73, and District Heights 73 degrees. Some of us headed down to the mid-60s late tonight. We're brought to you by Long Fence. Save 15% on Long Fence decks, pavers, and fences. Go to longfence.com today. Schedule your free in-home estimate. 10-11 on WTOP. Campaign 2024. Is President Biden running for the White House again? Here's what he told 60 Minutes. Look. My intention, as I said to begin with, is that I would run again. But it's just an intention. But is it a firm decision? 
that I've run again, that remains to be seen. We talk about this with NBC News correspondent Carol Lee, who reports the president's aides are quietly assembling a campaign while they wait for President Biden's final decision. President Biden is running until he's not running. And what he said in that 60 Minutes interview was very striking because he's not made this final decision and it's largely hinged on this family meeting that he's expected to have sometime toward the end of the year, typically. And that that'll be when the final decision comes. And that what we're told is not to read too much into his comments to mean that he isn't running. The plan currently, as it's being discussed, is for the president to, if there is a re-election campaign, and that right now all preparations are for a re-election campaign, but that it would be structured so the Democratic National Committee would house the bulk of the campaign activities, and there would be a very small official 2024 Biden campaign effort. Now, what that does is give the president some flexibility in terms of timing to say he can announce formally as late or as early as he wants to because that infrastructure is already going to be built out by the dnc it also saves him a lot of money because the dnc can raise a ton more money than a presidential campaign which has stricter restrictions in terms of the amount that a campaign can raise and it already has built-in staff on the ground operations and battleground states a war room a number of things that a campaign a presidential campaign would have to Put, pay money for. I'm in no way predicting a Biden versus Trump rematch, <laughs> although we could be going there. You can't really argue against yeah. it either. Would Joe Biden be placed at any kind of disadvantage going this route rather than the individual donor route? So in some ways you could argue that financially speaking, he could be at an advantage because of the massive amounts of money the DNC can raise because of the lack of restrictions there in terms of fundraising. You know, the numbers are pretty staggering when you really dive into them in terms of what a party can raise versus what a committee can raise. A single donor can give to the DNC up to $875,000 a year compared to $2,900, which is the cap on a contribution to a candidate, a presidential campaign. So financially, there could be an advantage, and DNC has a lot of infrastructure on the ground in states, grassroots operations that can do a lot of things, get out the vote, and, and that sort of stuff. And so he there wouldn't need to be time and money invested in, in that either. And it's also worth noting that President Biden has said he hopes that there is a rematch between himself and former President Trump, hoping that if he does run, then that's the case. NBC News correspondent Carol Lee on the prospects of President Biden running again. Two NFL games tonight. Buffalo has been pummeling Tennessee. If you're a Commanders fan, you know we've got Philadelphia up next on Sunday. We'll see how they're doing tonight against the Vikings. It's all ahead on WTOP. Here's Ross Fard, an ICAM subject matter expert at CISA on the CISO Handbook Discussion, sponsored by CyberArk. That is one of the real important aspects of implementing a zero-trust architecture is it's information-informed decisions you make continuously about your environment, who's accessing your environment, what they're getting access to. And that changes all the time. Listen to the entire discussion on Federal News Network. Search Cloud Exchange. As the global leader in privileged access management, a critical layer of IT security, CyberArk protects data, infrastructure, and assets across the enterprise, in the cloud, and throughout the DevOps pipeline. CyberArk delivers the industry's most complete solution, helping federal agencies meet today's challenging security and compliance requirements. And CyberArk is trusted 
by the world's leading organizations, including more than 50% of the Fortune 500, to protect against external attackers and malicious insiders. Visit CyberArk.com to learn more. That's C-Y-B-E-R-A-R-K.com. Sports at 15 and 45, powered by Red River. Technology decisions aren't black and white. Think red. It's 10-15. Let's go to Rob Woodfork. All right, bad night for uh, local baseball here, Dimitri. The Nationals dropped the opener in Atlanta 5-2 to a Braves team that now has as many home wins as the Nats' 51 total wins. Joey Manessis, the lone bright spot, going 4-4 four for four at the plate. Corey Abbott, though, a rough four-inning start keeps him winless on the season. The Orioles took an 11-0 beating from the Detroit Tigers to open the series at Camden Yards. All six pitchers giving up at least one run. The O's got their only two hits in the seventh inning to break up uh, the no-hit bid uh, by Tyler Alexander. So Baltimore now five games out of the last AL wildcard spot with 16 games left in the season. Monday Night Football, double your pleasure if you are rooting for the home teams, that is. Game one in Buffalo, basically over at halftime. The Bills uh, right now in the middle of a 41-7 routes of the Tennessee Titans here as uh, we are still about midway through the fourth quarter. And uh, both teams going to their benches at this point. Uh, Malik Willis making his NFL debut for Tennessee. And uh, local product, Stefan Diggs, monster game. 148 yards, three touchdowns on 12 catches for the Bills. Similar story in Philadelphia. The Eagles lead the Minnesota Vikings 24-7 just out of halftime. A few minutes out of halftime there uh, in Philly. Jalen Hurts has rushed for two scores, thrown for another. In fact, he's accounted for 300 of Philly's 347 yards. The Vikings' entire team had only 93 yards of offense. And, oh, by the way, our old friend Kirk Cousins just threw an interception uh, just a few moments ago. And uh, that's a sight that is oddly familiar for those of us who uh, have watched the Burgundy and Gold for years. Uh, the Washington Commanders, by the way, uh, have to see those Eagles on Sunday, and they'll do so without Chase Ruye. His knee injury will uh, land him on injured reserve. Rob Woodfork, WTOP Sports. Top stories we're following for you tonight on WTOP. Baltimore's Adnan Syed is now out of prison. A judge has overturned Syed's 1999 murder conviction, telling prosecutors they have a month to order a new trial or dismiss all the charges. The case was chronicled by the popular serial podcast in 2014. Excuse me, in 2014, it raised major questions about whether Syed was guilty. He was convicted of killing his classmate and girlfriend, Heyman Lee. Former President Trump was able to get a win in the Mar-a-Lago documents investigation early on by getting a special master appointed. Now his team of lawyers may be on a tougher road. The court-appointed special master reviewing documents that the FBI seized during the August 8th search has asked the former president to disclose details about any materials he claims to have declassified before calling them his property. There's a big meeting in New York about all this tomorrow. Stay with WTOP for more about these stories in just minutes. 1018. Traffic and weather on the 8s, and when it breaks, here's Rich Hunter in the traffic center. All right, uh, essentially a parking lot right now on the inner loop of the Beltway as you head from 355 toward Georgia Avenue down to a single right lane to the work zone. Uh, some sort of pavement improvement project there. Again, much like they did on the idle loop previously, they're working on the inner loop now. Delays begin before Old Georgetown Road, extend the length of the work zone, so be aware. Southbound 270 also slow after Old Georgetown Road. Headed down toward the inner loop as well. Additionally, on the inner loop near Route 1 in College Park, listener found some debris in the right lane. Uh, Maryland State Police, Maryland State Highways have been alerted. At a loop near Route 1, the work zone blocks a single left lane. 
And a heads up for folks on the outer loop headed uh, past 270 toward Old Georgetown Road. Apparently some folks are using the uh, emergency authorized vehicle uh, turnaround in the median uh, near Old Georgetown Road to turn around to avoid the interloop delay. Illegal. Uh, Maryland State Police have been notified, so be aware you will be ticketed if you are pulled over doing that, so keep that in mind. Best to avoid that stretch of the Beltway. Virginia Beltway interloop between the Eisenhower Avenue connector and Van Dorn Street. Two right lanes get you by the work. Then as you approach and pass uh, Georgetown Pike, two right lanes pass the work there. Uh, Montgomery County, Great Seneca Highway northbound, closed between Long Draft Road and Matini Road, crash investigation. Virginia, 66 westbound, just west of the Fairfax County Parkway. Uh, traffic squeezing by to the right past the crash with response on scene. Rich Hunter, WTOP Traffic. Storm Team 4's Mike Stennerford. A weak front's now pushing through the region. There's really no weather with us front. We're going to range from clear to partly cloudy tonight. It'll turn less muggy by morning. Our lows will be in the 60s. Sunny, breezy, warm on Tuesday, but the humidity will be much lower. Look for a high in the middle 80s. Increasing clouds on Wednesday. Warm, chance of a shower by sunset. Highs will be in the mid to upper 80s. A few showers on Thursday, ending the afternoon. Breezy, cooler, and less muggy. High 75 to 80. Sunny, breezy on Friday. Highs only around 7. I'm Storm Team 4 Meteorologist Mike Stennerford. Upper Marlboro 73, Centerville 68, D.C. is at 78 degrees. Some of us down to the middle 60s overnight. Brought to you by New Look Home Design. The roofing experts call 1-800-279-5300. Ahead here on WTOP, the destructive path of Hurricane Fiona in the Caribbean. 1021. We are all looking forward to the end of COVID-19 and asking, are we there yet? But if we really want to see the light at the end of the tunnel, we need to be asking, are we vaxxed yet? Help us get there. Get up to date with your vaccine today by ensuring that you're both vaccinated and boosted. Visit vaccinate.dc.gov or call 1-855-363-0333 to find the nearest vaccination location near you. What does 25 cents back on every purchase mean to you? A free lunch? That gadget you've been eyeing. A night out with the fellas. With your Premise Perks checking account, you get 25 cents back with every purchase using your debit card and zero ATM, overdraft, or annual fees. With this completely free account, you can watch the money roll in with every swipe and find the freedom to go further with your cash. Premise, the bank that gets it right. Premise is a member FDIC. ATM transactions do not count towards debit card rewards. 1022. It's one of the world's most popular operas. Now see it on the big screen at Audi Field. Sunday, September 25th, Washington National Opera presents a free broadcast of Carmen. Arrive early for family-friendly activities, your favorite concessions, chances to win prizes, and more. Then the main event, Bizet's Blockbuster with the music you know and love. Gates open at 2 p.m. Don't miss Opera on the Field, presenting sponsor Mars Incorporated. More at kennedy-center.org. Hi, I'm Jeff Dick, Chairman and CEO of Main Street Bank, here to talk to you about relationship banking. For business owners, it's a serious matter. A good relationship with your banker, your accountant, and your attorney is critical. Knowing your banker will be there for you in good times and in not-so-good times makes all the difference in the world. Visit mstreetbank.com. Main Street Bank. We bank where you breathe. Main Street Bank. Member FDIC. Whether you're migrating to the cloud, from the cloud, or between clouds, protecting your data and ensuring business continuity are critical priorities. 
Veritas can help you build a unified multi-cloud strategy with resiliency at its core to help ensure strategic and mission-critical decisions. Our enterprise data services platform is designed to give government agencies the confidence and control to transform, protect, and optimize your multi-cloud. Visit veritas.com forward slash government for more information. This is WTOP News. 1023. Hurricane Fiona has strengthened into a Category 2 storm with maximum sustained winds of 105 miles an hour and getting stronger, according to the National Hurricane Center. It is still producing heavy rain and life-threatening flash flooding in eastern parts of the Dominican Republic. Fiona earlier battered Puerto Rico with torrential rains that caused massive flooding. Much of the island is without power. At least two deaths are blamed on the storm. CBS News correspondent David Begno in San Juan. There has been catastrophic flooding and mudslides down trees and power lines. Brown flood water flowed in all directions, seemingly swallowing everything in its path. In Utuado, in the center of the island, this new metal bridge, built just four years ago after Hurricane Maria, was swept away like a twig. Nearly the entire island is in the dark. Some 1.3 million people are still without power. Almost 840,000 have no running water. National Guard troops rescued hundreds of people stranded by the storm. New this evening, there's been a departure delay for a Maryland task force headed to Puerto Rico to help with the recovery. A chartered FEMA flight will not fly out tonight. The hope is now they'll take off from BWI Marshall as early as tomorrow morning. WTOP's Melissa Howell with more about their mission. The Maryland Task Force One Urban Search and Rescue Team out of Montgomery County is one of 28 teams across the nation under FEMA. Joe Kiefer is the task force leader. His team is heading to Puerto Rico out of BWI. We have 35 people with us. Participating agencies are from Howard County Fire and Rescue, D.C., and Prince George's Fire Department. From doctors and engineers to hazardous material specialists, the team of 24 is ready to get to work. Our first mission, once we get there, is basically going to do a quick recon to the affected areas and get people that need the most help the quickest. Kiefer says it's about doing good things on the ground and saving lives. It's an honor to be able to go do that and everybody here is highly motivated. Melissa Howell, WTOP News. Money News at 25 and 55. It's a leg up out of homelessness for 600 families in the district over the next couple of years. The new pilot program is called the Career Mobility Action Plan. It'll give up to $10,000 cash to the families to help them pay for housing and food as they look for work or go to school. Now, the program is aimed at helping families who are at risk of losing their government benefits if they earn more income. Funding comes from the American Rescue Plan Act. Asian markets all higher tonight. I'm seeing gains of between half a percent and one percent. And earlier on Wall Street, we had gains of about half a percent. The Federal Reserve Board starts a two-day meeting about inflation and interest rates tomorrow. 1026 here on WTOP. And still to come tonight... We are watching the latest moves in the Mar-a-Lago investigation, a couple new things. And if you listen to podcast, uh, not, not just any podcast, but perhaps uh, the first popular podcast called Serial back in 2014, then you are very familiar with the case of Adnan Syed. He is out of prison tonight. We'll tell you how that unfolded as well. It's 1026. Nobody likes going to the dentist, but it's much harder for some. Don't let fear and anxiety keep you from a perfect smile. At Nova Dental Anesthesia, they take the stress away. State-of-the-art, compassionate dental care. It's what they do. So if you've been putting off that trip to the dentist, there's no need to wait any longer. Let Nova Dental Anesthesia help. Make an appointment today. Call 571-83-RELAX. That's 571-83-RELAX. Or visit them at novasedation.com. Shulman Rogers is a full... <coughs> 
Cough and cold season is here. Introducing Ricola Max Throat Care, Ricola's most powerful drop yet. It's the best of Swiss nature wrapped around a powerful liquid menthol center for maximum relief from your worst cough and sore throat. Maximum nature for maximum relief. Try the new Ricola Max now, available in the cold and cough aisle. It's in our nature.